Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, along with co-host Challen Rogers, and we are back here, 2024. We are ready to roll, aren't we, Chal? Are we ever? Are we, we ever? We had one such a great episode there with our special guest, and yeah, we have a we have a big get here this week. Nick Rose is our guest on this week's podcast, kicking off the new year, and it uh, the interview was great. We're Full disclosure here up front, it's going to be pretty heavily edited. We got pretty <laughs> sidetracked and got a little, you know, but it's what you're going to hear is, is a really solid piece of content coming up. A lot of laughs will be had. There will be some laughs in there and it's some good stuff, but uh, it was a good visit with Rosie. It was a great visit with Rosie. I visit with Rosie every day. So it's, it's, whenever you get that good quality time with the Roseman, it's always the Roseman. good. Yeah, yes. Howie. It's a little bit of a sneak peek of yeah. what's to come in the interview, for sure. And it was a long, long interview, too. So well, should we just we'll jump see right how long it, it <laughs> We'll see how long it really ends up being. But uh, anyways, yeah, it'll be great. And then uh, on the back end, we'll talk quickly about the game coming up. But uh, without any further ado, let's jump into our interview with number 66, Nick Rose. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, along with co-host Challen Rogers. And this week, Challen, we welcome in a long-awaited guest, long-awaited return to the podcast. Would you like to handle the introduction? Nick Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Wow, usually there's a little more preamble to it. Challen doesn't like me very much for some reason. Why is that? I don't know. He just likes bugging me and chirping and... It's fiction. He's spitting fiction. (laughs) No, I don't know. We just like bugging each other, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Been around each other too much for too long? Yeah, probably roommates for just a tad too long. Caused a ripple effect in our friendship. (laughs) This guy's out to lunch. Are you guys ever going to be able to mend this fence? (laughs) Um, That was a great interview, Rosie. See you later. (laughs) That's all I came here for. All right. Um, well, hey, it's uh, it's been a couple of weeks since this team has played, obviously, back to December 30th, heading into a big game against the Halifax Thunderbirds. But let's uh, mute all our devices. And oh, then that's a, uh, that's a huge fine for me. Uh, you don't pay your fines anyways. Oh, 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 let's get into that, Rose. Yeah, How many times okay. has Mike Hancock... No. Listen, being fined. Okay, the one. And not paid them. I think the one we're talking about multiple, here that, that got multiple. out of control. Well, that was with interest because you didn't pay it. And right. you saw it multiple times. But I made the decision <laughs> that I did. wasn't going to pay that because it didn't make any sense. It wasn't my fault. That's and not, there was that's, email that's not how that works, documentation so. nope. that was provided to Nick Rose. Even going into that situation, that but that's not how it, it works. wasn't my fault. Your name that, goes on. That's the why the kangaroo court exists to go to court, and you just like. I choke. felt like I wasn't going to stand a chance. In there, yeah, <laughs> so most, most don't. <laughs> so yeah. I just decided, and then it just kept escalating on the board that year. Yeah, interest. Yeah, well, still hasn't blatantly, been paid. Yeah, still hasn't been paid. So you're at about whenever 5, you want, the boys. Uh, <laughs> I think we're into protein shakes, so you, you owe like a few cases now. Yeah, oh. the Costco. Uh, yeah. what do they call? Uh, bulk, the, uh, like no, that. Uh, I know what you're trying slab? to say. Yeah. A slab, <laughs> a slab of premier proteins. Yeah, wow, like a skid. Yeah, skid. skid. There we go. Same, same, but different. <laughs> yeah, 
one day. Right. One wow. day we'll get you. This is an exhilarating start to the show, guys. Yeah. Uh, radio. Find, I'm finding you again. Okay. Just to, just because you didn't pay that other one. I like it. Put your hammer down. Maybe we'll <laughs> go to the captain. Maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll have to go to court this time. Because right. this, we this need one a good truly, court, truly so. unfounded. <laughs> yeah. We really do need a good kangaroo court. It brings the guys together. All right. Well, uh, moving right along, Nick, holidays, how were they for you? Uh, they were good. Uh, super low key. Obviously, we had uh, the game, two games, kind of right around Christmas and New Year's Eve. So, other than uh, playing and uh, obviously Christmas Day, I went home to Orangeville, saw family, had dinner, and did gifts and that kind of stuff. I uh, a lot of just kind of chilling. I was here at the track a lot, um, watching some shows and movies, and literally just hanging. Really, it was nice, but. Obviously, the games uh, kind of took a precedent first and foremost. Let's talk about some of those games over the break. Yeah, let's do it. First ever trip to Texas. Yeah. Was... Now, I know Chal said he had been to Texas several times on the podcast previously. Was this your first time ever to the state of Texas? Uh, yeah, I've never been to Texas. And what were your impressions of the area? Uh, where we were, uh, Fort Worth was awesome city, super nice, obviously just walked around a little bit, but, um, super interesting kind of by the arena. The arena's like awesome rink, but j- definitely the outside of it kind of looks a little bit different than a, a standard, uh, NHL rink or whatever. Obviously it's made for the rodeo and that kind of stuff, but yeah, it, it was a cool place, cool trip. And yeah, I mean, yeah, hopefully, uh, get to go back there again in the next few years everybody seemed very impressed by the jumbotron there yeah it was a big one. was it crazy big or just big um it didn't stand out to me being crazy big but oh, okay. i don't even remember it yeah all right <laughs> philadelphia jumbotron that jumbotron, that's one you don't forget yeah or colorado or uh yeah where else the philly one's just outrageous yeah that's big Hmm. Is that what they're putting in uh, the hammer after the renovations? I, I don't know yet. We haven't actually seen what the Jumbotron is going to look like. We know it's going to be bigger, and it's going to be in high definition. Nice. Those are two big pluses. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, once that's in there for the 25-26 season, we'll all uh, yeah. we'll all be a little happier. All of our great content will look even better up there in, just in high definition and in a, on a bigger screen. So we follow up that Panther City uh, road game with obviously the home game back in Hamilton on Saturday, December the 30th. It was still City Rock night. Um, and you know what? That is something we've got to dive into because we did have a few questions on social media pertaining to you, Nick Rose, on Steel City Rock night. Yeah. <laughs> well, what were the questions? A couple of people wondered why you were wearing blue pants and uh red and blue leg pads you know what it's fair question um something we've tried to kind of figure out over the last couple years obviously uh last year we wore the black and yellows what three times i think two or three times um so i think one game i did wear all black Uh, we have some leg pads and pants and at that time i had some gloves uh painted up for it and then uh sport mask was nice enough to lend me a all black helmet for it but this year i just uh couldn't pull <laughs> what well because you the thing is people are going to see the documentary this week and there's some shots in 
in the dog from practice and you're wearing the black gear. Well, I put an effort in to kind of get comfortable with it uh, at practice uh, a couple weeks before. But at the end of the day, it's all about getting the win and felt more more comfortable in uh, the regular gear. And and I I wasn't going to be able to figure out a helmet and stick this year uh, with the quick turnaround after Texas. I uh, just wasn't on top of it like I probably could have been. So as it pertains, and this is a legitimate question, not just for the podcast folks, but for myself, the equipment itself is the same as the other equipment, just a different color, correct? Yeah, same okay. Same company makes them, same size. Okay. Everything. But you do look skinnier in it. Like yeah, I agree. Your half looks skinnier. As a shooter perspective, when you first For put sure. on the blacks, it was... It takes us a while to work in our gear during training camp. Like, it doesn't feel yeah. kind of normal until the regular season kind of gets here. So, while I've used the black stuff before and in practice, just throwing it on uh, a week or two out, just it doesn't feel quite the same. So, we've talked about this before, the cost of winning, right? <laughs> the cost of winning is not having me in the all black uh, agree we so places. here's the big question then indigenous heritage night yeah black pants is that what we're doing well I'm just <laughs> I'm just asking you right now is that something that we're going to see on indigenous heritage night are we going to have the black pants ready by then and pants? or pants are easy to switch into Right, it's leg pads. Yeah. Okay. So here's the question again. We're working this out right here on the podcast. But the what about white leg pads, white and black leg pads? Um, sure. If you get me to address the, the, if you get me the leg pads tomorrow, to start working in. Okay. All right. Basically, not tomorrow, but like pretty Soon. soon. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm basically just gonna have to wear those every practice until then. To Get him dialed. All right. Or Shay said he'll take shots on you every day. Or we take shots on Shay wearing the stuff to break in. Oh. <laughs> Chalice no. is indifferent on that. <laughs> Not, none will hit him. You don't like taking shots on non-goaltending goalies? No. Chow has taken up being a goalie here at the track a lot, so he doesn't have respect for the guys that just hop in and don't care about it. Yeah. Like, you know, your whole job in there is – Trying to save the ball. <laughs> when the ladder you're saying really when do other that. people get in there and they just don't well try? The example you're using. Yeah. I'm sure he is trying, but <laughs> not hard enough. Well, it's just like he's, he's just sh- not in shooting the, on an empty net. He's just wow. not in the union. Wow. He's not in the goalie union. Chalice. It's like shooting on an empty net. Okay. All right. Well, well actually I, I'm glad we had this conversation, Rosie, about the equipment because I think it's shed some light on it for me. Yeah. And, yeah. and for fans, and too. And all the fans now know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got the one game last year where I was fully decked out. It looked cool, but... Did we win? I don't even think we did. Did we? That was, The first time you wore it was Teddy Bear Toss game, right? Against Buffalo, we lost, right? Yeah, so... Yeah. There you go. Toss right. to winning. Um, so you're saying it takes about six or eight practices to wear in... Leg pads take a little while, for yeah. sure. Probably almost two months to really... Wow. Yeah. Well, like all training camp and here at the track, obviously taking some shots before training camp uh, is nice. So maybe a month and a half. So in that time, you're saying you're on the floor like six or seven times, eight times? Yeah, at least once a week, mostly twice a week. Okay. 
Interesting. It's good to know. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get that door tomorrow. tomorrow and, uh, yeah. We'll be dialed in for uh, when is that game? Uh, February 24th. Ooh, we're a little tight. <laughs> we right. are. That's okay. what I was saying. We'll order it might just tomorrow. be pants. All right. But then you'll have your white and blue leg pads. I think that'll still look better. Yeah. And white and blue helmet. But anyways. Yeah. Very white helmet. We should talk yeah. about that, too. Everybody likes talking about that. It's very white, I guess. Yeah. Up close, it looks nice. Yeah. It is weird, though. Eh? Do you notice that from far away? It just looks like a white helmet? Uh, No. It's definitely brighter than I'm used to seeing, Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. Some guys have said it. Mitch Disnew, I think, said that it's real bright white. But I kind of like it. Yeah, it's just simple. Because when you look at it, there's literally nothing on the chin Usually and nothing I'd... on the forehead. It almost looks like it might be incomplete. I disagree. The sides look amazing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, I would just say that it's just the way we did it. Yeah, okay. I really hate the front of your helmet, Rosie. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm hammering over there <laughs> yeah. saying. Sometimes, no, it just looks it, it, from up, from way up top and far away. It does look like you're just wearing a white helmet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I've told you that before. No, there's no thing. number on the chin like yeah. you normally would do, or some stuff has kind of gone into the middle up top. But yeah, this one didn't want to crowd her up. Nice and simple. So let's stay on the topic of the helmet. Then the back plate. Yeah, the roadies. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, I've Kind of my original plan was actually <laughs> funny that we're talking about this was to do a black and yellow uh, <laughs> Steel City helmet last year, which never That's came funny. together because it's right. Yeah. It is a bit of a tough process to yeah. kind of pull together a helmet in season, especially, and uh, didn't come together. And then uh, this year, obviously, um, had a few different options for an overall design, and then once kind of came on the simple idea of uh, rock logos. Uh, Figured on the back plate, it would be a good kind of shout out to our great fan base. It looks really good. Yeah. And I'd love to have seen the process that Eric, the mask designer, went through just to paint slash recreate that. Because it's like the picture of Jarrett Harris, I believe, and his wife, I think, are two of them that are on there, right? Like, yeah, it looks exactly like them. Yeah, no. It's, like, he uh, did an amazing job. It's real cool how he can do that. And uh, obviously, would have loved to get all the roadies on there. But um, when you're working with the helmet, no matter where uh, you're trying to do that, it's uh, tough to kind of fit everybody on. But hopefully, uh, hopefully they saw that and loved it. And, yeah, they're always behind us. Maybe in the future, you could have a mask that is all the fans could send in, like, selfies or something like that or pictures of themselves at a game. And you can cover the whole mask in, like, fan photos. I like it. We were almost going to do a jersey like that. No joke. Really? Yeah, for fan appreciation night. That would be pretty cool. That's still an idea that could be in the hopper is that, uh, yeah, basically the jersey, the background of it kind of thing, instead of being, like, a colored gradient or anything like that would be all these fan photos. There's a lot of super fans you'd have to make sure you get on there, though. You can't leave out. It would kind of be a random process <laughs> wow. it would be random yeah because then otherwise you know it would there's some that we just have to have on there if, if we're doing that just so you know okay i back that yeah. well, you guys can sure. have a pick of a couple and then after that it'll be we'll random. send you pics of the fans and after that it'll be random <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm glad you guys are on board with this as well absolutely uh okay so then we move on still city rock night to the bye week and getting ready here and i know it's always a uh you know cliche question i guess standard question about what'd you do on the bye week to prepare but 
this year has definitely been different than other years with the number of bye weeks that you guys have had to go through. So, you know, you as a goaltender and, you know, you missed pretty well all a training camp, you know, and then having all these breaks, how has that affected you, do you think, so far? Um, I mean, you are leading the league in goals against average, I guess, so not too bad, right? But Yeah, I mean, obviously missing training camp was a lot different this year. And yeah. uh, luckily through my career, I've had very minimal injuries, especially ones that have kept me out of practice until this year. So, um, yeah, that was definitely different. So obviously coming back and uh, being able to play fairly well uh, um, that last preseason game and then on the early on to, of the season it has been good. Um Certainly the bye weeks are nice to rest up the body and um, generally just take it easy, watch uh, other games that are happening and know what's going on around the league and start to watch the teams that we're about to play the next weekend. So it's been good to kind of rest the body and um, a little nicked up uh, every other week, it seems like, uh, in general at this age. So, um, yeah, rest is good and, uh, yeah, we're ready for Halifax. Do you have anything for your teammate? And friend? <laughs> I think Rosie's been playing great. That's good. All yeah. right. It's very nice when you're playing defense and get burned or something, and you're like, yeah, Rosie has me. And then he just robs, robs people on the crease. Great. Yeah, hopefully I don't have to make too many of those. <laughs> that was incredible. That was nice. Where does that rank in your mind? The And for those people who haven't seen it, um, I don't know where you've been living, but it's all over everybody's social media, the NLL and, uh, of course, Toronto Rock social media channels. But your windmill glove, throw, throw it up in the air, yeah. robbing of Kyle Matisse on the crease. What, uh, where does that rank for you in terms of all-time saves kind of thing? I don't Do you know. have a list of that? Do no, you ever think I, about that? Like, oh, that's the best save I ever made. Not really. I mean, obviously there's been a lot of, like, stick saves over the years where it kind of catch it on a quick stick and um one on evie pops out to me where i was really out of position and kind of found a way to get a piece of it but yeah i mean you, it's cool making those saves but like i said you did hope not to have to make too many where i mean obviously that was off a rebound but most of the cool looking saves around the league is yeah usually because goaltender's a little bit out of position and has to put up a prayer so try to stay away from too many of those and just be nice and sound and make the saves I'm supposed to. But, yeah, I mean, that was obviously a good one to keep out, keep out of the back of our net. Borderline makes that save every warm-up against Philly. <laughs> it's like... Well, and speaking of that, it's funny because there have been a couple of posts on our, like, reels on our uh, Instagram account that have gone bananas this year. One is from the home opener with you guys just running out, the one where you drop your glove, that is almost at a million views. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. And then the one from Steel City Rock Night, just your little thing at the end of warm-up, like you say, when you make the big save on on Billy, it is uh, yesterday when I checked was at 1.2 million. Holy. Does Bill know this? (laughs) You're telling me Billy's viral right now. Well, it's more you. Like, you're really... But it's, it's just kind of, yeah, okay. But it's just kind of like most Yeah, no, we've been doing that for a handful of years now. Just a fun little thing to kind of yeah go off the floor to. But I think it ends up being, it seems like the comments and the interaction on the post is people 
who have never seen box across somehow stumble upon this and they don't understand the goalies and the equipment. Yeah, I, I see that the all. size of the net. Like it's just and it's crazy how many people just like get into it and then it's like they start chirping hockey versus lacrosse and the sport and all this stuff and then it just it goes nuts. Like yeah. it, it's it's wild to think that, you know, that's a pretty basic piece of content. Our digital media coordinator Shay standing there recording you just making these saves at the end of, and then we put so much time and effort <laughs> into other content pieces and then that's the one that gets you know over yeah you never know what i'll do it but yeah it's good crazy to, thing it's good to get eyes on the sport for sure but yeah i mean doesn't matter what the nol posts uh like even even with like the so-called small goalies like dunkerley and hartley yeah. and them like people are just questioning the, the equipment <laughs> size like can't believe it but um, I guess I would tell those internet trolls to try the equipment on for themselves. So here's the question, and and this was what I was thinking. Yeah, you're watching it. What's I just it have at? To watch it. Can you tell? What, can uh, you look at it and see what it's at? It is currently. <clears throat> this is the one with Billy. Yeah, this is Steel City Rock Night, yeah, December thirtieth. One point two still. Yeah. Nice. What I was going to say is one piece I thought we could do is comparing the actual size of ice hockey goalie equipment to lacrosse, box lacrosse goalie equipment. Yeah. Because how much different would you say the size of the uppers are from hockey to lacrosse? I would say the uppers and the shoulders are fairly bigger. Um, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily more protective, though. Right. Like I would say, like probably in the chest and stuff, hockey is uh, quite bulkier. Hmm. The thing I think people don't understand, like that do comment, is like I, I was a hockey goalie too uh, when I was in high school and stuff. Obviously, I haven't played in a long time, but it's a huge difference with the ball being released from anywhere. Yeah, like, and bouncing and, and bouncing yeah. compared to the puck that's only coming off the ice. Yeah. So even though a lot of guys can raise the puck, obviously, snipe corners and stuff, when the puck's only coming from one spot, it's a lot different, and the shots kind of impact you a lot differently than where lacrosse ball is coming from absolutely anywhere. And yeah. We, we need to be protected, and, I mean, I've had this conversation with lots of people, and I, I don't think going smaller equipment would certainly <laughs> help goalies uh, to feel protected and no, and I would say right now, I mean, <clears throat> there's lots of goals in the games. Yep. Right? It's not like the games are 7-6 all over the place. Like, you know, there's lots of scoring. So, yeah. um, But I would, I think that was one content piece, actually, that I've been thinking about that we might do is just, uh, you know, comparing the weight of the puck, the weight of the lacrosse ball, the sizes, the size of the net, one versus the other, the size of the equipment. And I'm sure there's some kind of math in there, right, of how much – you know, space, uh, hockey goalie covers in the net versus a lacrosse goalie and stuff like that. You know so. who'd be a good guy to help test out all that theory? Who's that? The star of uh, Game Recognized Game, I think it's called. Is that what it was called? Challen Rogers? Yes. <laughs> he, he, he got robbed in the competition. I saw that guy on yeah. TV the other day. Yeah, football, Sunday night football. He did, actually. Re I rewatched that whole segment on the weekend again and just kind of relived the fact that it just kind of, you did get robbed. Yeah, whatever. You, it was uh, a great experience. It was. That's all good. That I care about. 
It was and, amazing. Sorry, I'm going to jump in here. I haven't talked in like five minutes. Uh, <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the comments about goalie pads getting smaller, probably minor parents. Yeah, you're probably right. I agree. And why do you say that? Because those games are like one nothing. Yeah, like, minor well, kids and equipment being too big is a problem. But, but it's like, it's like yeah. you said, I feel like the safety aspect of it is obviously huge. I don't think that minor goalies wear bigger pads on purpose, and I'm sure some do. But I honestly think that for minor kids, a lot of times in Ontario, like parents don't know what size no, equipment their exactly. kids should be wearing. Like, like the amount of pe- parents that ask me like to kind of evaluate the equipment they're wearing is people would be shocked at how many parents just have no idea what they're supposed to be in and want to make sure they're protected and have big enough equipment, obviously. So, I yeah, I don't know. that That's an argument for another day, I guess, or conversation. But do you think it's a matter of you just go by, go to four foot by four, six nets right from the beginning? No. Um, Should they be introduced earlier than June? I would say, yeah, U17 for sure. Yeah. Um, Like we play on NL and that's here for, we've talked about this before, for uh, Rock Elite League. But um, yeah, I I would say U17 should be into the same size as Junior to help the goalies and and the shooters. And uh, U15 and younger is a bit tougher of a decision there. Junior Nets. I'll go 4 6. That is Junior. That is Junior 4 6. What's NLL? Four, four nine. Four nine. by four nine. <laughs> like I've this has come up before. And, or do we go hammer, across so. the board four by fours? And I'll include it. Retirement <laughs> coming <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> yeah. And my career on the nets I started on in minor. I'm gonna push for that. What the next do you CBS. think? Crazy. <laughs> if we went down to four by four nets in the NLL, <laughs> <laughs> what would the scores be? Like would it be three two? Ah, uh, there'd be some games that are that low, but I would say, like, the shooters are pretty good, too. I would yeah, say. Yeah, but how much would you change the way you play? Like, would you just I'd say stick under, your butt in the net and just. Well, if you. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, if you watch how my style changes from summer to winter, then going down to four by fours would be insane. <laughs> It would be tougher. So that's what you mean. Are we talking? I would say like an average like score would under be six, six goals. Six four. Yeah, I'd say under six. Minor nuts? Like you're. Know what we should do for eighties night? Go to four by fours. <laughs> yeah. That would be. Why not? I'm even down to go to the eighties equipment, just like foam books, <laughs> taped to my legs. Yeah. Well, then yeah, I mean yeah, you could go with the smaller goalie gear. Yeah. Everybody could go back to the... Uh, no replays. No replays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rosie, you mentioned over the holidays you got in to watch some TV, movies, etc. What you watching? Yeah, so New Year's Eve, actually. So we obviously had the game the night before. Uh, went out, saw some friends the night before, so didn't feel too inclined to go too crazy on New Year's Eve. Me and Latrell actually were at home and... Uh, Decide to rent Oppenheimer. Okay. Watch that. It was really good. Hmm. Have you guys watched that? Yes. Long, long time ago. No, I have no? not. No. So yeah, it was uh, it was long, but it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, cool story. Um, after that, uh, you know what? I 
watched a ton of sports, and then I think I've just been basically hammering the OC back. Really? The OC is on many crazy. people on our – sorry to cut you off, Rosie. You know how many people on our team <laughs> have never seen or don't even know what the OC oh is? Oh, my God. Don't get me started. So It's disgusting. I live with – we've talked about this too before. I've never watched it. But you know what it is and like you. I've heard of it, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Hmm. I don't even know how to evaluate fine. that. You're so fine yeah. twice. So the OC was big when I was in high school and like loved the show, grew up on it. But so in the midst of the rewatch here, obviously I live with Latrell and Hendrix and Adam J, and they're all quite younger than me. Not going to say how much younger, but um, none of them knew what the OC was. And then once I found that out, I started throwing out some show names at them to see if they've never ever heard of them you want to hear some of the shows that they've never heard of sure <laughs> full house come on no dead serious but that's been like re- anyways go ahead this one came up because we were actually watching die hard uh right around christmas christmas movie family matters none of them have heard of okay keep going um <laughs> What else? Step by Step. Do you remember that one? That one's kind of not as well known. Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. What? Seventh Heaven. <laughs> when I see the... It's a good theme song. Smiling faces. Um, there was another one that... Oh, no. They know Fresh Prince just because... How couldn't you? But like, there's a lot of shows that these guys never heard of. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Don't know. I just don't know who Zach Morris is. Wow. Screech. Yeah. Screech. Yeah. I feel it's, like that was always on after the OC. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, just there's just lots of times where I just feel so old with these guys, but they also keep me young, so it's good. Well, it's yeah, there's as you get older, the generation caps become more obvious. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to I will tell you do that. a re rewatch yes. with these guys so they know what I grew up on. So I will ask you right now, though. Did, it, and did either of you guys watch the last season of Letterkenny? I'm not there yet. We watched uh, Shorzy season two yeah. uh, a couple months ago. And then, um, yeah, I, I didn't even really realize the new season of Letterkenny came out. Yeah. Is it Just good? A, yeah, they're usual. Yeah, it's the last season. So it's the – they always bring it out on yeah. Christmas Day 25th. So, um, yeah, we watched it uh, the 25th and the 26th. I thought it was amazing, yeah. I, I thought there was a couple things that I wish were included. Maybe they were, they would have come across too predictable, but I thought they could have figured out a real cool way to do it. And I don't think this is a huge spoiler to anybody, but I just thought they might have worked Shorzy into something. Yeah, that would have been a good because, idea. Yeah, and like actually like had Jared Kiso just be both characters kind of you know somehow. What? I might download that season for the Flight to Halifax. Good call. Worthwhile. And the other thing I thought was Riley and Jonesy, the two hockey guys, right? Yeah. I thought that they – there would have been some way that at the end they would have, like, been leaving Letterkenny to go play for a senior hockey team in, like, another province because the next season of Shorzy clearly is going to be them hosting the national senior championship. So then Riley and Jonesy could have had a way to come back in 
Shorzy, which still may happen, have, I feel like. Have but, you uh, sent a note to the writer? I have not. Okay. No, I have not. But I just, I thought those I would thought been. thought you were a writer. Yeah. Really, <laughs> I thought those would have been two really cool integrations that they could have done. But oh. Shorzy still is like. That's good. It's awesome. They, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but just the way that they recreated so many things from Slapshot, but made them. Treasy never remembers the name of the show. He's just like, hey, is that hockey show out? Never back out? <laughs> like, uh, Shorzy? Never like, yeah, remember yeah. Shorzy, really? He, he loves wow. it, but he just yeah. could never remember it's Shorzy. It's just That's Shorzy. Funny. Yeah. yeah. But. It is funny sometimes I find more now. It's like you're watching a show or like a series or whatever, and then you just don't really totally know everybody's name. Yeah, I know. Especially if there's like a lot of characters in the show. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that guy or that person's brother or wife or whatever. I was actually thinking about this today on my way to go get lunch. I was like, because I knew this would come up. What what have you been watching, right? So doing some prep work. And I'm like, I don't actually really remember what I've been watching. Like, (laughs) because it happens. It's gone. You binge it. Yeah. You crush it for 36 hours, maybe. And then it's just gone. And then, yeah, like, wow, it's a great show. And then it's just gone. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. There's a lot of shows that are, you don't want to say forgettable, but like it's just on to the next. But even like the good ones. Yeah. Like, you know what's a perfect example? And Hammer's not going to like this that I've already like forgot that was any good was uh, The Night Agent. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. So did Hammer. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty solid. They come and go. I think there's a season two coming up for it, but, like, not excited about it at all because I don't even really remember. But the biggest thing I hate, and we talked about this before, about finding a series that's, like, in season three, maybe with season four coming out. You haven't watched any of it. Then you can kind of watch three seasons. Yeah. And then you have the excitement of the new season. Because I just hate right now that, you watch something and then a year later it comes out and like that series is really like involved and you need to kind of remember what happened in the previous season to still fully enjoy the next season. Because I think, what was it? Jack Ryan. I think we started watching, I watched episode one of whatever it would be. Season three. Is it? No idea. Reacher. No. See, I haven't watched that. Oh, Jack Ryan is different. Yeah. Jack Ryan's buddy from the office. Oh Yeah. Yeah. But that was the thing. I found myself sitting there not we barely we struggled through episode one and then There's some good shows failed. coming back this year. Last of Us, I think, so this year. Never watched it. Oh my. Didn't you not even like the last season? No, I loved The Last, last of Us. Us. Yeah. Someone didn't like it. It was only there's only been one season. It was didn't like it. <laughs> um, it was you that did. Ha- House no, of the Dragon seen. back this summer. Oh, Never watch Game of Thrones? Never. Game of Thrones? Never. Settle down, Rosie. Please. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm on Rosie's side here. I just never watched. How many seasons of it is there? It doesn't can matter. Can I catch up? I know it's over. Well, but. you can catch up like, at some point. <laughs> I guess I never catch up. Sorry. Once you get through like five episodes, you won't want to stop watching it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But how many seasons were there? Sorry, Eight. the better. But eight yeah. seasons. Oh, my God. How but many I think episodes only, I think only ten. Ten a season, ten per yeah. so or ten eighty episodes. I'd have to well, watch. I'm jumping on. I'm I'm siding with you for a little bit because okay. uh, you'll probably be able to do it next time I'm on the pod or by the next time <laughs> at this rate. But my thing, wow. like I watched Game of Thrones when I was at university, and then I was didn't have HBO, and then 
moved in with Rose kind of right after that, and he had it. So I kind of watched it there and then jumped in randomly, like season seven. Um, but it's it one of those things I had to wait too long to, you know, jump back into it. Yeah. just wasn't, wasn't for me. Yeah. But this would be me starting from scratch. Yeah, this, do it. So. Like, yeah. do it yesterday. I would yesterday. start from scratch. Do it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I also found very interesting there is you called him Rose. I moved in with Rose. Yeah, he's got lots of names for Does me. anybody ever just call you Rose? Adam. Yeah, a lot sure of yeah. Sure yeah. does. Okay. Okay, let's jump into the mailbag. We've only got time for two questions on the show this week, but don't forget to send them into Total Access at TorontoRock.com for your chance to win a Toronto Rock <laughs> prize pack. Uh, so first question comes to us from Jeremy O. We're not using people's last names on this. So no. anyways, he's Jeremy O. <laughs> Uh, so he starts off saying, love the show and everything you do. Keep up the fantastic work. Thanks, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Big fan. All right. So next year, the question is Challen. Oh, I assume you would be most accustomed to it. The than most with traveling back home to BC somewhat regularly. But do you feel that the Western advantage is a legitimate thing in the NLL? I can imagine it would be tiring playing a 7 p.m. game that feels like 10 p.m. Do you feel it has an effect on any of the boys local to Ontario? Do any of the guys ever complain about being tired for those late games? Thank you very much. The players, management, and everyone on staff are wonderful. Except Mike. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Wow. No, I was just kidding. Um, that's a great question. Um, and this is why I brought my buddy Howie over here. <laughs> uh, honestly, I feel like it kind of comes into preparation going into the game. Um, you know, kind of just being smart with, um, you know, your sleeping schedule and, and things like that. So when you do fly out there, you're, you're already kind of locked in and, and your routine <clears throat> and what you need to do. And, and, uh, usually, I mean, we, we have shoot arounds pretty early in the morning the next day. So, um, Usually when we kind of land, we're grabbing a quick bite to eat, just mellowing out and, and falling asleep pretty quickly. Um, and kind of to, to jump on that too, we, we haven't really had many Western games. So um, this year is going to kind of be a little bit different for us when we do start traveling a little bit more out west. But, yeah, Howie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might be in the minority here, but, like, I think it's, like, real out of mind as soon as you land. Like, yeah. Like, so I'm sure it affects some guys, like jet lag or the time difference or whatever. But, like, if we're leaving Ontario and we're landing in Vancouver at 4 p.m. and I'm on BC time. Like, <laughs> it's just. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It doesn't. It's immediate body clock reset. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just, like, if, you, if you're if you able to kind of sleep on the plane or whatever, it's just. It's just, like, time stood still. It, it really is. Like, yeah. a, a game weekend is just, like. It just is what it is. It's you're you're in your routine time, and you're not in like actual time. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like yeah. even when I was back home, like I I was mentally in BC time, but then I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up and I'd be on Ontario time. Yeah, and so it's yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just game weekends are just different. You're just like it's like a whatever Wonderland or something. Oh. Yeah. All right. Great question, Jeremy. Thanks, and uh, keep them coming for sure. It's All be right, a tough one to beat. Yeah, Next up, yeah, we've only got two questions, so it's going to be a toss, a flip of the coin here to see who wins the prize pack this week. But 
Dave B, our regular contributor, he's back with another question this week. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny that, oh, maybe this isn't the right, this is, yeah, no, I think this is our regular contributor here. Anyways, hey guys, love the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, Challen, what do you or any of your teammates remember fans that may talk to you about how much they love the team or the sport or do you just smile nod and keep going thanks dave from hamilton so i guess like how saying what do you remember about what fans may talk to you about and how much they love the team and sport like how much do you take in and yeah or are you just or are you just out there (laughs) like it's actually kind of funny signing autographs kissing babies (laughs) There's so many that you just yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's probably a fair question if you're a fan. Like always wondering that. Like probably like when we we've ever seen. I, I guess you're different now that you're a superstar. Like getting to know Marner and that. But like if <laughs> if you ever ran into like a hero of yours, you you wonder if they'd ever remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good question. I I would say most of the time, like when we're doing, it's the, a good question. And it wasn't to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take this right no, back. Says no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. No, I want to hear. Take no, it. I want to no, hear answer. I just want. <laughs> that was almost a no. No, you roll, shut your mouth. Yeah, that, <laughs> that almost was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Rosie, okay. go. I don't want to. No, no I want it. <laughs> um, no, I I would say you know what's actually kind of helped that uh, with with actually having meaningful conversations is a track uh obviously see people after games and get to chat with them and get to know faces a bit more so um here we're a little bit more accessible john what do you remember about uh you know any interactions that you've had with fans i think when it comes to specifics um you know it's obviously <laughs> i probably like most people take in what i want to hear so all the good stuff about the boys and and how we're doing and stuff like that is it's obviously great, and I kind of pass that along. But um, you know, for me, it's it's Rosie kind of mentioned it. It's uh, just kind of like interacting with the fans and just kind of having that face to face contact. And and like Rosie also mentioned, seeing a lot of these fans that we do have uh, at the track on a consistent basis is is great. So we can kind of build those relationships, and um, you know, when we see them in the crowd, it, it's great. And um, yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly faces you know names that i have to remember a lot of names on a regular basis all right guys so after all that the winner is jeremy o jeremy o jeremy o dave right. b was pretty close though very close it was good it really sparked some great conversation guys we did have about it. a yeah. 25 minute yeah conversation. it truly was, was a two horse race 90 for that, seconds <laughs> but uh Anyways, Rosie, uh, thanks a lot for finally stopping by on uh, the podcast, and good luck to you and your teammates this weekend in Halifax. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a while. Appreciate it. Finally right. getting a nod again, and uh, yeah, looking forward to next time, next season. Can't, <laughs> can't wait. All right, that was Nick Rose, goaltender of the Toronto Rock. We'll be back with more Toronto Rock Total Access in a moment. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. Mike Hancock back with Challen Rogers, and we are here to wrap up this week's edition of Toronto Rock Total Access, the first of 2024, Chal. Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year. 
Same to you, buddy. Thank did you, you make <laughs> Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Yeah. And one of them is to be better podcaster. To That's be a better wonderful. podcaster. Yeah. That's good. Me uh, too. We freaking right. <laughs> Do more succinct focused podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Not get so sidetracked. Yes. We've done a terrible job. We have, but nobody's going to know, Chow. True. Which is good. Um, new episode of The Doc has dropped. I know you haven't seen it yet as we're talking about it because it's just going to be going out tonight as we're talking. But um, your thoughts on uh, just having the crew again around this year and, uh, you know, just the, the show being back for another season. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for the fans. Um, you know, obviously – you guys don't get to see all the behind-the-scenes stuff, so um, for them to kind of be there and, and giving you all those behind-the-scenes looks and laughs, I think it's great for for you guys. And, um, you know, you can kind of meet the players on a more personal level, um, not just kind of with their helmet on. It's great. So you can check that out on our YouTube channel, torontorock.com, and soon to be up and streaming on TSM plus also will be episode two. So lots of different places to check it out. And, uh, it is great to see all these documentary shows and stuff like that popping up from all the teams. And, um, yeah, there's some great content there on TSN.ca. If you want to check it out as well as San Diego seals documentary is now up there as well within the last few hours. So I know a lot of people in Canada have been wanting to check that out as well, but, uh, you know, don't forget to stay loyal to the, the flagship here with rock city unplugged. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The first one. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, the boys will be off to Halifax this weekend to take on the Thunderbirds, a place that the Rock have not won yet in Halifax, which is very interesting. And we talked about this briefly, uh, or I did, with head coach Matt Sawyer earlier today, just about some strange parallels that have developed here, Chow, and one of which is that um, I'm sure you probably knew this, but the Toronto Rock did not win a game in Rochester until January 2011. The only time that the Rock had won in Rochester before that was actually the 2003 NLL final. But in the regular season, from the beginning of the Rock's existence until January 2011, the Rock had not won a regular season game in Rochester. Fast forward, the Rochester Nighthawks moved to Halifax, and the Rock now have not won since the old Rochester franchise moved to Halifax. Cool, fun fact. Crazy little parallel that we came up with, eh? Yeah, crazy. All right, that's all I got really on that yeah. one. But fans can watch the game uh, on TSN and on TSN Plus on Friday night at 6.30 Eastern. A little bit of an early start with, of course, a little uh, one-hour time difference to Atlantic time. So it's 7.30 local out east, but 6.30 Eastern time here in Ontario, and uh, like I said, you can check that out. It's on the main uh, TSM broadcast network and also on TSM+. Plus. Looking forward to that. And then the following week on Saturday, January the 20th, the Rocker back in action on 80s night. Have you figured out what your outfit is going to be for 80s night? I have not. All right, well, you got a couple of weeks. I do. I actually have to get on that. Yeah. I'd like to have a nice-looking fit for that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming up Saturday, January the 20th against the Georgia Swarm. Tickets are on sale right now. The 80s night pack is available. The hats have actually arrived. They're right over there in that box. Little Miami Vice-like looking uh, 80s night uh, hat. You can get two hats, two tickets starting at $90. TorontoRock.com for that. We also released the Country Night Pack, 
two cowboy hats and two tickets starting at a hundred bucks. And also we will be home on Saturday, January the 27th against the Buffalo bandits. The first meeting between the bandits and the rock this season, the first of two will be at the end of the month. It is also beach bash night. A lot of fun. A lot of stuff coming up. And then of course, yeah. And then we've got country night on February the 10th. Let's go. Nonstop. Followed by Indigenous Heritage Night on February the 24th. You know what's not coming up? What? A bye week. Yes. Let's go. That's right. (laughs) Not for a while. Not till the end of March. Of time. Okay. All right. We will wrap things up there. We hope everybody enjoyed uh, today's podcast, the visit with Nick Rose, and, of course, the witty banter between myself and my co-host, Challen Rogers. The witty banter that made the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. In the meantime and in between time, for Challen Rogers, I am Mike Hancock saying that's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access is over and done with. We will chat next week.